there's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Parsi Sighted and the Consulting Director of Low Vision Education at the Brunel Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. Tips to help you to get ready in the morning. As soon as you wake up in the morning, there's many things that you have to be aware of if you do have low vision. For many of you, you are used to just simply getting up and going and doing things without any level of thought. But when you have low vision, you really have to start to plan things and to really control how your mind sets the day. Now, the first thing that I really recommend that people should do when you wake up is to wake up and just lie there in bed for about 10 to 15 seconds. This is something that's going to be very helpful to do just to sort of get your mind back into the right frame of mind. I like to think about the fact that what are the things that I'm most grateful for for this day? I've grown up in a town where there's always been earthquakes. I grew up in a town called Silmar in the San Fernando Valley of the suburb of Los Angeles and in 1971 it had one of the largest earthquakes and then in 1994, after I got married, I moved to Northridge, where there was another great earthquake. So every morning when I wake up, and if there has been no earthquake, I just sort of think to myself, my Lord, I'm just so grateful that there wasn't an earthquake. I also sort of just sit back and I think, man, this is just great. I'm so grateful that none of my kids were sick last night or I didn't get a phone call in the middle of the night or there just wasn't something that tragically had happened. And it sort of puts things in a right frame of mind for me, so I'm thinking on a very positive note. And before you then just jump out of bed, I think it's also good to think about what are just a couple of things that you need to do today. Set some goals early on. You might say to yourself, well, I'm going to begin exercising. I'm going to begin to eat healthier. I'm going to begin to start reading large print books or reading audio books or whatever it is that you want to do. Just sort of get that into your mind so that early on you're training your mind to be goal oriented. Now, before you get out of bed, I think it's also very important that you always keep a pair of shoes or a pair of slippers underneath your bed. Now what I do, just because I'm sort of paranoid about this whole situation, is that I actually keep a pair of shoes, and I keep socks in there, and I also keep my keys. Now this is something that really kept me uh, very, very safe in the event of that there was some sort of a disaster, an emergency, or anything like that. I remember during the 1994 earthquake, I had got up, and gosh, all the pictures were on the floor, and you know, you have to be careful so that you're not stepping on glass and cutting your feet. You can't see early on. So go ahead and keep a pair of shoes or some slippers there, and you really want to have slippers where you could actually cover your toes and protect yourself. Now, if you're then going to get up, before you get up, go ahead and feel the edge of the bed. You want to sort of map out what direction it is that you want to walk. Many times when we wake up in the middle of the night, it's dark, and we don't know which way to go. Or other times, we're just a little bit disoriented. We have situations in which maybe our blood hasn't really pumped from our heart up to our brain, so some people might even feel a bit dizzy. So if you have low blood pressure, before you stand up real quickly, put on your slippers, and then just slowly stand up. 
Now, as you're standing up, it's a good idea to go ahead and to feel the edge of your bed. Now, if you are sleeping with somebody and you don't want to wake that other person up, I understand why you might not want to turn on the light. So, one very good tip to help you to find your way around is that you should always maybe keep a little night light. Keep a small night light lit in the bathroom. So, for most people, when we wake up in the morning, we usually go into the bathroom. And by having a very, very small night light, these are things that you could buy at the store for a couple of dollars. It's going to give you some awareness of where you want to walk. Now, before you begin to take steps, you want to first again just identify where is the light, where's the night light located, or where's the brightest area of the room. Now, you already have felt the edge of your bed, so that helps you to orient which direction that you're going to be walking. It's really amazing how if you simply place your hands on something, whether it's going to be the edge of the bed, you then know what direction to walk so that you're not walking off on a diagonal. You can also then go ahead and extend your hand until you could feel whether it's going to be a wall or it might be a closet wardrobe mirror or whatever that it might be. And this is going to be a way that you could also again orient yourself as you're walking towards the bathroom. This is something that you might be able to practice with by even closing your eyes so that you really get a good awareness of how many steps that you need to walk before you can turn. Now, another nice type of thing that you might do too is that next to your shoes or your slippers underneath your bed, you might want to go ahead and just keep a small flashlight. One of the very small flashlights that's very, very bright is something that's called the Mini Mag Light. The Mini Mag Light, M A G. The Mini Mag Light, it's a metal flashlight. And it's just is very, very small, so it's very lightweight and easy to carry. And you could even put a little lanyard around it so you could carry it around your neck. But it's extremely bright, and it comes in a lot of handy, so that if you're trying to walk around in the middle of the night where it's dark and you don't want to wake everybody, this will be a great way that you could get that type of illumination. So, when you're walking around the house by using either a flashlight or using your hands to guide yourself, you always want to, again, just let your hands and your feet to give you an awareness of where it is that you are. I've realized as a person who's now totally blind, by just even touching onto a wall or something for one second, it gives you what's called orientation. You know which way you're facing. You know which way that you need to walk. And so this is something that is very, very helpful. Another thing to concentrate on while you're walking is that you should really concentrate more so on your feet. I find it to be very helpful to concentrate on my feet and making certain that my feet are going in the straight ahead direction. It sounds kind of funny, but sometimes our feet might be turning a little bit and before we know it, we're going off course. So the combination of concentrating on your feet and getting some tactile feedback when you have your arm or your hand touching a wall or some other part of the house, this is going to be very helpful. Now, another tip while you're walking, if you're using your hand in the middle of the dark or if you're totally blind, is don't place your hand straight out in front of you. In other words, don't give it that Frankenstein type of a walk, but sort of keep your arms at a 45 degree angle. So if you can imagine that you put your hand straight out in front of you at a shoulder's height to somebody in front of you, similar to the Frankenstein type of a walk, and then lower your hand by about 45 degrees. This is something that gives you that ability to feel something that's in front of you. And a lot of times there might be chairs or other things that are at a lower level than your shoulders that you'll be able to touch and feel and be aware of.
I remember when I first was walking in the middle of the night, sort of, you know, as a person who was low vision, I was doing the Frankenstein walk, and before I knew it, I ran right into a sofa. Well, the back of a sofa is much lower than where my hands were, so I never felt it. So I quickly learned to go ahead and to keep my hands down at a 45-degree angle so that I could feel things such as a sofa or other things that I might run into, such as a chair. So these are some of the really great types of tips to help you as you're getting up there in the morning and be getting prepared for your day. I think that it's also a really great type of thing to do to consider using different types of talking clocks. There's talking alarm clocks that can wake you up, and many of them also have a vibrator mode so that the vibration is something that can waken you. What I like to do often is to place a talking watch that has a vibrator inside my pillowcase so that I never lose it and I could tell what time it is in the middle of the night or I also have my alarm clock. I know many cell phones now also have this type of a feature so I have also used my cell phone on occasions to help me to wake up and to get ready in the morning. So these are just some of the tips that I hope that will help you when you're just waking up in the morning and getting ready to walk from your bed to your bathroom in the middle of the night. Hope this information is helpful to you, and please tune in next time for more Coping with Low Vision. For Ayers LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.